right. Good morning, guys. Welcome to the second podcast of the Absolute ATM Show. I'm Spencer. I'm Dustin. We are... Do we have a superhero name? We are Absolute ATMs. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Um, Well, we're here just in the office recording another podcast, number two. I got my coffee. We're good to go. We're jacked up. Got kids running around. Got dogs running around. We have some good time to chill um, and record this. So, welcome. Jump in there. So, today... (laughs) Hop in there. We wanted to talk about locations. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we want to talk about locations. That's probably the second most common question we get is, what's a good location? How do you find them? Because honestly, like we said in the last podcast, it's going to make or break your business and your profit and your growth. So here we are. Um, I guess we'll just jump right in. I'll start. So the first place that you're going to be able to find locations is the Google machine. Um, people always wonder, how do I find a location? Well, go on Google, type in bars near me or hotels near me or laundromats near me. There's a, I think a number of proven locations that you can uh, find from Google that ATMs are really, that they do really, really well in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, we don't do any kind of right now to get locations if you're just starting really the cheapest way to do it is like what spencer said is you do an internet search and you just you just cold call people you cold call them or you go to their business and you you meet them in person and as far as what locations you need to get that's something that the atm industry being around for as long as it has there are locations that have already been proven so you really just want to get into those locations and some of those locations are, like Spencer said, one of them. Yeah, yeah. So I think the most proven that we know are bars, clubs, strip clubs, even though we don't service any strip clubs, dispensaries, anything cash only, I think, is spot on. Yeah. Hotels can be good. Laundromats can be good. Um, those are pretty pretty much the gist. In Utah, we don't have any gaming parlors or independent liquor stores. So if you're elsewhere in the country, I think any other state except Utah, um, you can find those around. Yeah, Joe's Liquor Store. um, I think markets are a great hit. Asian markets, Mexican markets, any sort of foreign or ethnic or culturally diverse place, you're going to find a lot of foot traffic and you're going to find a lot of people wanting to use cash. I think lower income areas. So I think that's a good start, yeah. I think, for people. Yeah, and you also, there's a lot. So you can do, like Spencer said, any cash only business. So tattoo parlors, a lot of times they'll accept cash and just Venmo. So those are usually good. And cash only barbershops are good. Any cash only anything is good. Uh, but in addition to cash only places like smoke shops, they work well. Convenience stores work well, extremely well. Those are the yeah. probably the hottest ones. Yeah, I miss those. Yeah, convenience stores. Um, they're obviously big. If you can get into those, then that's great. A lot of convenience stores, um, you'll have to find out if it's an independent convenience store because if you just go to a Valero or a Texaco or a Chevron, those are big corporate entities, and they have a system already in place for them. 
but a lot a lot of the times if you see you know fast snack you know off highway 82 or wherever you're at it's probably an independent convenience store and there's somebody who owns it independently and they're golden to go talk to any convenience store i think solid yeah. yeah and i think dustin mentioned it last podcast but we actually started out in events is that going to be a different podcast episode just by itself i think so okay yeah i'm mean, going to touch on a little bit now what do you want to touch on well we're talking about locations really so it's like you have fixed locations and then you have because location is a location wherever you want to put the atm is where you want to put the atm obviously there's locations that you you keep them there and they just sit there and it's like passive income the other locations is a different kind of location it's event you, you, you reach out to an event coordinator, you guys have an, a concert nearby, a festival nearby, a fair, whatever it is, that's another type of location. Obviously, it's a lot shorter term, but the amount of volume you're going to get for those events are usually way higher, sometimes 10 times higher or more than a fixed location is going to get you. Uh, it's not necessarily like they're better or worse, it's different. Like I said in the last one, fixed locations are, are like a rental property for you. It's Depending on location, it can be a huge amount of money per month. It can be a decent amount of money, anywhere from three hundred to over a thousand dollars a month in in revenue on a fixed location. But the nice thing about a fixed location is it's fixed. It's there. You don't have to do uh, anything crazy. You can have somebody load cash for you, or you can load the cash and just make sure the receipt paper is good. But for events, it's three or four days, and you're burning through tons of cash, and uh, it's just a short-term thing where you're going to make a lot of money. It's like flipping a house. You make a lot of cash. There's a lot of work because you got to set it up. You go to the event. you got to take the cash out at night depending on the security situation. So um, another type of location is an event. Yeah, and we'll, we'll go into more yeah. about vault cash and how to talk to coordinators and what you need to think about in another podcast. So stay tuned. There's, there it is. Um, stay tuned for more. But I think besides the... I think if we just come back to the fixed locations, we talked about a lot of these different areas. Really, the mo- the main thing you want to look for is a couple things. First is, what is the foot traffic like? If the foot traffic is not there, so if it's a hotel and they have 100 rooms, well, typically people are staying there for two or three days and there's a lot of turnover of the rooms. So the foot traffic can be justified by people down in the lobby, people checking in, checking out, if there's stuff across the street, bars, uh, strip malls close by, if it's a downtown area, busy area. The foot traffic, I think, is the most important just because if you don't have people coming into the business, the convenience store, the barber shop, the smoke shop, whatever it is, you're just not gonna have as many transactions as you could get somewhere else, right? Yep, and and if you if you stay within those types of locations we mentioned, where it's like cash only businesses, tattoo parlors, bars, dance clubs, uh, convenience stores, laundromats, grocery stores, places like that, every location you just got to test out. You got to test it out for thirty to sixty to ninety days. We our yeah. best location right now started out doing like thirty transactions a month, and then now it's our number one earner. We didn't we thought it was going to tank, and we were getting ready to pull it out. And the new year, for whatever reason, it just started to really uh, yeah. accelerate. But you got to test out locations. And sometimes if you are sparse on finding a location in the beginning, you feel like you can't land something, it's okay to just test out a location. Like high schools, we, we had a few in the high schools. They didn't do as well. 
but it just depends on the high school. You know, sometimes for maybe a football game or a basketball game, you'll make you'll make up for whatever you don't do during the month. So sometimes you just get a location and you, and you test it out. But they, there are locations, like we, we did a barbershop once that accepted a credit card. It literally did zero transactions <laughs> in two months. Two months. Yeah, I think, it had, I think it had one, and the one was me doing a test. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Right, yeah. so try to stay within those winning types of locations, but at the end of the day, you just got to test out every single one of them. Yeah, so foot traffic, super important. Testing it out, um, I think it's just kind of an overall general rule that you should abide by unless you pretty much know going in if you need to test it out like there's been some locations where we've walked in we said hey we're gonna try this out for 60 days if it's not producing we're gonna take it out some you just walk in and you're like yeah we don't let's not even do a test trip period because this place is booming you know or whatever it is it's a club or it's downtown bar or something like that there you just know people are gonna show up right yeah. so you don't it's just up to your discretion to do that. Very recommended though, because like we said previous, it's like mini real estate. If it's not producing, you can take it out, move it to a new spot. And we've done that three or four times sometimes for some of our machines that have done really well now. Like yeah. you said, that's now our top earner that uh, we started off super slow. That's started to carry us through COVID, right? And kind of carried us through COVID. So um, definitely, definitely there. I think so cash only, we touched on anything cash only is going to be good to go. Uh, people always ask me probably daily, well, you know, it's cash dead and yeah, inflation's going on and we have Bitcoin now and people are woo woo about all that. But at the end of the day, uh, going to a cashless world, which can be another topic in of itself or an episode, um, is leaving behind millions of people. And what's funny is the linear growth of the population kind of offsets the fact that people are uh, apparently, this, this is proven statistically, not using cash more and more, quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes for those that can't see. Um, kind of, in, there's just interesting statistics. Cash is, is not dead by any means. So anything cash only, you're gonna be good to go. Anything with high foot traffic, you're gonna be good to go. I think if you're having 100 people daily coming in and out, that's a pretty good, uh, I, I would say at a minimum is a decent location. Yeah, it has a good chance to do good for you. Yeah, it's got a good chance. So you've got cash only, you've got foot traffic. What else do we do we look for for locations when we go find them? I think that's really it. You just have your, you have the, you know, whether or not they're cash only, you have whether or not they fit into one of the categories of the types we listed, what their foot traffic is like. Like if they're way off in some remote area, uh, you know, I don't know if that's going to do any good. You don't know if you <laughs> test it, but if it's like a population of 50 in a town, there's a gas station there, and there's nothing interesting around that, you don't know if that's going to be a good location. It might suck, but it might be a great stopover for people going on to something else. You just you don't know, but yeah, I think foot traffic's a good one, too. Uh, one thing I want to ask you, though, is yeah. so not every location is going to say, and this will probably be something else we talk about, mm -hmm. maybe another one or maybe this one, but is not everybody says yes either you you might find yourself a gas station find yourself a bar and it's this is what's going to happen either they're not going to have an atm and it's like a, a lay down sale like they're just gonna <laughs> it's easy uh two they don't have an atm because they don't like atm so then you have to overcome some objections there which spencer can talk about maybe another time yeah and another one is they have an atm in there and they're happy with it 
So sometimes you can give them a better offer. Or they have an ATM in there and they're not happy with it, which is a great uh, situation for you because then you can say, well, we'll actually give you one that works. Yeah, and that's, I think, uh, the low-hanging fruit, I think, definitely. And you'd be surprised. So many. I don't know what you ATM guys are doing, man, but we see so many locations just out of service and it's just like, sweet, let's yeah, go talk to them. High schools, they, all the ATMs are just dead. And they wouldn't even service the high school. And the high school's like, yeah, they're not very good. Well, clearly. And then we had a yeah. a, a bar we took over. They had another uh, ATM. We just offered them a better deal. They were happy with it, but we gave them a better deal. So they gave us the location. Yep. Another bar, they had an ATM there. It just never worked. We took that one over. A gas station, they had one there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, what happens? We, we just... We, yeah. If you follow through on your commitments and you just keep the machine working, people will stick with you. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how many of the competitors out there don't do that, which is a great thing for you guys want to start or succeed. And yeah. Yeah. People just starting out, you've got one location or one machine, two machines where you can give them all the attention and detail in the world and make sure it never runs out. Like that's, that's how you build it. That's how you start. Um, and they're out there. They are definitely out there. I think our last three or four locations were people that just, it was off and we walked in and said, Hey, what's up? We're ATM guys. Let's get a new one. And they were like, sweet. (laughs) So there you go. Um, yeah. And that's kind of the, another very, very common question we get is, well, who do I talk to to land the location? Because, you know, if you're watching this, I think the other point we were going to go into is how to find more locations, which we'll get into, but the people you want to talk to is whoever the decision maker is at hotels. You have a general manager typically that runs the day to day, you might have an owner. If it's a big corporate chain, they typically leave stuff for the general manager to make decisions. Yeah. So you ask, that's literally every call I make starts off with that. Hey, my name's Spencer. was looking to talk with the manager about placing an ATM in there. Would you make a decision about that? And they either say no, uh, you know, call back at an X or Y time, or they'll say, yeah, that's me. We have an ATM. Like there's only pretty much two or three avenues they'll go down. Um, most of the time, though, it is the owner, I will say. it's yeah. If it's a bar, if it's a laundromat, if it's a small business, independently owned, it's going to be most likely the owner that makes the final decision, I right. should say. The, the managers countless times have told us, yeah, great, great, let's put it in, great. you know, And then they call us back and say, oh, well, actually the owner uh, put a nix on that and yep. we'll reevaluate. So, yeah, or if you don't talk to the decision maker, what happens is you end up following with the manager a hundred times and they keep saying, I need to talk to the owner and they never talk to the owner and the decision never gets made. But you gotta get the decision maker. Yep, get the decision maker. But uh, I kind of want to lead into more of the, how do we get locations? So we covered cold calling, yep. which is probably the, the easiest way. Uh, if you have an iPhone or a laptop and you're watching this, get on the freaking Google monster, man, and just start searching, start compiling, start gathering start calling, start talking to people. Um, the second one I think that is most common for us is, so here in Utah, we have a big, we call it a vein (laughs) of a street that runs, um, from the downtown area out, out, um, 20 miles out. Uh, it's the main vein street. It's called state street. And when you run, when you drive on state street, there are so many freaking businesses, uh, left and right on every stoplight there's markets there's barbershops there's pawn shops there's everything and it's like 
like I can't even hardly drive. I've probably almost wrecked three or four times because my head is just on a swivel looking left and right because I, I got to remember these businesses, you know. Um, it's just that, just being observant of where you're at. If you're going to meet a friend downtown, if you're going out for drinks, just keep a notes tab on your phone or something, you know, and just write it down, right? Write down, you know, 25 and 5th West laundromat. Call them, you know, later. I think that's probably the most effective way is just hitting pavement, hitting the pavement, okay. go, going in, stopping in wherever you can. A couple months ago, I was working for Uber Eats, doing a little, you know, side gig, Uber Eats, slinging some food around. And, um, man, I would pick up food at Joe's Crab Shack and take it to someone else. And there's just there's business everywhere. And I even walked in sometimes just, you know, let the customer freak out that he didn't have his food five minutes before. But I went in and talked to the manager, gave him my card. Like there's just so much time and uh, places that you can utilize to find them. Yep. Like you can just go find them. You know, they're around. Yep. You just got to look for them. Yeah. And you got to be persistent because, yeah. you know, you might hit up 20 or 30 locations and maybe four or five of those will say, let's do it. Yeah. So it's, it, but sometimes you get lucky. All, the main point I want to make is don't think that every single person is going to be game. And that's where you got to be persistent. Spencer is super persistent. <laughs> I mean, he's been doing this now for almost two years. He calls people constantly. He visits people constantly. And that is the only reason we have a business and it still grows is you got to be in that promotion stage. You got to be constantly looking for locations, looking for locations. Yeah. And, and it's all about exposing yourself to numbers. Make sure you get out there and expose yourself to as many people as you can. And if you end up landing one, two, or three all kind of on top of each other and you're not ready to support all of them, there's other people you can talk to about bringing a, a machine for you and you just take a cut because you own the contract. And we can talk more about that in another, another podcast. Yeah, there's so many ways to get creative. But that's a good point that we should mention um, is persistence, especially yeah. if you're starting off small. Dude, you're going to get told no like so much. And you just got to get used to hearing that. You know, you got to get used to being a good version of yourself to go promote yourself, sell yourself to the owner, to the decision maker. Um, I've been told personally, hey, uh, when talking to the owner, the manager really liked you. So that's why I'm giving you a call back. And so it's like, great. You got to be on your stuff. You got to stay persistent. Yep. You got to know, know your shit. You got to know what you're going to talk to them about. And thankfully, ATMs aren't just some new air freshener product that you're like, dangling Ooh, check this out and let me sell you all the features and benefits of this it's it's atm it's yeah, like it's have you used an atm yes there you go <laughs> yeah do you want one do you have one you know it, it's pretty common sense for that but yeah. yeah yeah cool so we touched on some good stuff yeah cash only cold call um go ahead i have something else but go ahead no no I'll, I'll speak away <laughs> if you can't see this i'm drinking coffee i'm three deep so uh, if I'm talking fast, you know exactly why. Um, the third, <laughs> the third, I think that, uh, sorry, the third strategy that you can utilize to find locations, and then we'll, uh, we'll save some stuff for the next podcast, um, is people you know. I didn't actually think about utilizing that so much about people that we know because I'm so like, ah, I'm going to do it myself and I'm stubborn, you know, and I just want to get it done and be the man I don't know but people that you know like I can think of two or three examples of uh, like my my barber I walked in got a haircut there's a new place I'm like hey so I just gave her the down low hey I own an ATM business 
we're looking to put ATMs in different cash-only barbershops. Do you know of any around in this area? And she's cut my hair for the first time. She's like, I, I actually don't. It's a good question. I can ask around to you know some of the other employees and uh, find out for you. And next time I came back in, I was, hey, cutting my hair again. Hey, did you follow? Did you ask your employees? Do you know of any cash-only barbershops? And I just like stayed on her. She didn't actually, and she ended up not being at that location anymore. So I don't know where she's at, but um, just planting seeds like that with where you're already going. You know, if you're going to get a haircut somewhere, ask them. If you're going out with your buddies on a Friday night, dude, ask them. Like, talk to talk to the owner while you're there. Ask for the owner. Hey, is your manager here? Is your owner here? Yeah. You know, they'll be more than willing to talk to you. Like, you know, we won't say, but the owner of the one downtown that we have, the with outdoor. Um, he's there all the time during business owners. It's like, you can find him, man. He's around, he's sitting around drinking, hanging out, running stuff, dishing orders, doing stuff. So it's there. Um, second example is my brother, uh, just a little bit older than me. He's 27. And he went on a date with a gal who he came back. I asked him how it was. He's kind of reporting back to me. He's like, yeah, she, she's starting up, you know, a gay bar in downtown. And I'm like, oh, okay, ah, yep. oh, okay. What's it called? You know, did you, did you did you ask her what it's called? Do you know? And I said, well, do you mind if I give her a call? Because I'd love to put an ATM in there. He's like, oh yeah, dude, go ahead. Like, we're not gonna go on a second date, so be my guest, you know. <laughs> so I said, sweet. I text her, call her, and I'm still following up with her. That was four months ago. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen anything with the bar being built. I don't know where it's at, but if she apparently had ownership or something in it, so she would be a decision maker. So I was like, all right, let's go with it. Let's call her. Let's see where it lands. It's, I think you got to get creative with, like you said, promoting. You've got to promote. You've got to get out there. You've got to give, um, I'm sorry, you, you've got to go out and, and get info and gather and follow up. And like, you just got to do that. You have to, or else you're not going to find them. You know? Yeah, and the other thing I'll add to that is, is, Spencer is good about our social media presence. Like, and we've gotten some people contacting us for business through our social media, which is free. Go ahead. Exactly. So that's what we're really plugging here are the free ways to promote your business and market your business. Once yeah. you get big enough and you have enough cash flow, you can start investing, or maybe you have money now, but you can start investing in like SEO and actual online paying for online marketing, click funnels, things like that. But when you're starting out, you're brand new. There's just a really a lot of value to just going out and finding the business the way that Spencer described it and go ahead and get a social media presence and and put yourself in front of people consistently. And yeah, it's all free. It just takes persistence and an interest in it and a drive. And you'd be surprised. You can start pulling in these locations and the next thing you know, you look at your little back office after a couple of weeks and you got six or seven hundred bucks or a thousand bucks in your bank account and you only had to stop by the ATM once, you know, it's, it's pretty yeah. fascinating. Once that money starts getting deposited into your account you realize, wow, it's making money for me right now. And I'm sitting here eating lunch. <laughs> yes. Going to the bathroom. <laughs> Taking a shit, exactly. checking the back office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, love it. Um, yeah, honestly, there's so many free ways. I think a big thing too, that I see a lot of other ATM guys do is referral fees. So they have one, they have two locations and they, put up on the social media they talk to their warm market the people they've already have an atm in the location and they say hey mr business owner do you know of any other mr business owners that would like an atm we'll pay you 200 bucks or 300 bucks or 50 bucks you know and 
uh, they'll be like, oh, sure, I don't know, you know, I'll find out. But that's also a good way that you could pay a little bit upfront to get a deal secured. You're going to make your money back. You can make it back in a day, man, like, you know, yeah, potentially if it's, if it's yeah. a good location. So yeah. there's that. There's I call that bird dogging where you're, um, you're having other people go do stuff for you, find you stuff and, and bring it to you. And then I think another podcast in of itself is just building relationships. I think we should get on on top of building relationships. Um, that is so underutilized. We can go into how to do that and why you should do that um, and why relationship marketing yeah. is going to just grow your business so much. Um, and it's going to be so fulfilling. We'll go into that another time. But I did want to mention that. Yeah, that referral fee. I see it all the time. Yep. It's a good way to get locations, you know. Um, again, we covered mostly free stuff here. Google machine, driving, hitting pavement, asking people you know. Those are honestly probably the <laughs> the best ways to, to do it, especially if you're first starting out and you don't have people hitting you up on your website every day, you know. So, yep. Yep. yeah, yeah. Well, we covered a lot. I think uh, we're running out of time here. Some baby's going to start crying at some point here. His baby. We're not married. Don't worry. Um, but I think the biggest nugget that you guys should take out of this is what Dustin said. It's free. There's a lot of free ways that you can go find people. Get on Google. Get on social media. Tag your favorite businesses that you see. <laughs> I tag, I've, man, I've tagged businesses like seven or eight different times and they just look at it. And they don't reply. I'm not, I don't push it, you know. And sometimes they'll hit me back and say, "Hey, you know, I got a question, or what's your guys' fee, or you know." And you start, you start getting it, reeling them in just a little bit. So, be persistent. Utilize the free shit that you have at your fingertips. There's some quote I need to go find it. It's, uh, it's like in in a world of information, um, lack of knowledge is your own. I don't know. It's your, it's your own. Uh, I'm blanking on the word. But anyway, if you're not utilizing, yeah, your own demise. If, if you're not utilizing the stuff that you have at your fingertips that are free, if you don't know something about a subject, well, it's your own ignorance. There you go. Uh, that you don't go find that out because you could do. If you like dressing up as a baby and going to some festival, there's other people out there that do that. You can go find it on Google. It's out there. If you want ATM locations, if you want. Like this, this you know, podcast mic. What's the best mic for podcasts, dude? Any subject, it's out there. You know, sales calls, relationships, how to build a relationship, anything, ATM wise, it's out there. So go, go utilize it, go search it, yeah. And go crush it. And go crush it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, in the next couple, uh, well, over the next course of this year, when we're putting out content, we probably will talk more about good habits motivation, um, discipline, things that you actually do need that um, internally is going to help you or things that you need to start building, your communication, shaking hands, looking someone in the eye, like just little stuff like that that people don't do, especially if you're, you know, Gen Z or what are we, millennials uh, that elder people don't do. Yeah, elder millennials, um, things like that. So stay tuned for that. I think that's a honestly a big key to talk about those yeah. that type of stuff so yeah. um if you guys have any questions uh let us know do you have anything to add sorry wrap us up good no it's good 
Hope you got some value out of this. Hopefully you can uh, take action based upon some of the information we've given you guys, or hopefully it just makes your, your business run a little bit smoother, or just at, at least raise your belief a little more. Yeah. Yep. And if you guys have any questions, of course, feel free to reach out on uh, Instagram. I'm at SpennyCut, S-P-E-N-N-Y-C-U-T-T. Uh, <laughs> absolute ATMs, all lowercase, just absolute ATMs. Go to YouTube, find us on YouTube, go to, uh, you know, find us out on the platforms. And if you have any questions, reach out. If there's anything we can help you out with, pretty much 24-7 resource for you. So definitely utilize us. Yeah, and if you're part of the Facebook group on ATMMachines.com, feel free to post any questions to the Facebook group. We'll, uh, we'll respond to those soon on what our, what our plans are for the group. We'll actually have some more regular engagement. We'll actually have some live sessions where we can uh, entertain questions live. Q&As. Yep, Q&As, and um, we'll, we'll be exposing more content in the Facebook group. So either place, you know, feel free to reach out to us, send us a DM on uh, yep. one of our Instagram pages or even our website, absoluteatmsllc.com, or, uh, or through the Facebook group. Yep, yep. Cool, guys. Well, uh, hope you got a lot of value. Subscribe, like this video, share it with your friends. We'll see you guys in the next video. Appreciate you. Have a great week. Oh.